Well, like, because, you know, when they're adolescents and stuff, and they're, you know, losing their teeth, growing them in, and it's just kind of yeah. weird. They have, like, a, just a full set of, like, adult teeth that they put in. That, uh, is the creepiest thing I've heard today. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it sounds fucked up. Like, it looks really like a... weird, too, because they're, like, I've seen they're, like, really white, and they're, like, huge teeth. Yeah, yeah it'll be, like, seven-year-olds with just this full, beautiful set of teeth, and it, yeah. like, that doesn't make any sense. No, that doesn't. So, this is spoilers. <laughs> you go ahead and introduce this. Starring um, Keanu Reeves. Tiger Chen. Tiger Chen. French action. Jackson. 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 Action Jackson. French Jackson. Ashley Saylor. Sarah Espis. And Zach Dunsing. And Zach Dunsing. Thanks for introducing me, Zach. We all kind of. You want to introduce one of us? This is, we have Scout and here. Scout. And Sheba, too. And Sheba. Who Scout really wants pizza. Everybody <laughs> really wants pizza. Um, so we just finished watching The Man of Tai Chi, Keanu Reeves' directorial debut. Uh, what is that again? Do you think uh, Keanu Reeves drew that? Probably. He's a, probably a graphic designer, too. Somewhere in there. <laughs> Wait, we gotta. We didn't watch the credits to see if his band scored the film. Sure. <laughs> what is his band? It's called Dogs. Dogs. Dogs something. Isn't it? Oh, okay, Jurassic Park. What's Keanu um, Reeves' band? Temple of the Dog. Temple, Temple of the Dog. Well, I, I feel like it has dog. Yeah, that, was, that was a band from the '90s. Where's the Apple Remote Band? See, like this is all stuff that does not come up on our Netflix. Because really? It, yeah, because there's you know tons of stuff on there, but it's all catered to your interests. Although, I don't know why Netflix wouldn't know that the Octagon is obviously in my interests. Well, it says more like this. Did you watch? I mean, if you... No. This is, this is Netflix circa Apple TV, though. That's true. Anyways. It's inside the walled garden. Anyways, what were your thoughts on the movie? I just keep picturing Keanu Reeves screaming. That one scene. That one scene where he screams was, uh, there was no reason for it. Or growls? It's like a scream growl. Full teeth. Full teeth. Nothing else. It cuts to him, and he screams at the camera out of (laughs) hatred, ecstasy, and then it also cuts to Tiger's master. Yeah. (laughs) Who's just hanging out? Because he has two masters: one master wearing white, and one master wearing black. (laughs) Just like every character in the Matrix. (laughs) But also there is only like two scenes with Keanu Reeves in it where it doesn't just cut to him and he delivers one monotone line. That's true. One of them, he's screaming. The other one, he's fighting Tiger. (laughs) What about the one where he says, finish him? Wait, sorry, which one where he says finish him? also still a monotone. That's true. There are other people in one of them. What about his motivational speech to Tiger when Tiger is fighting the two... Which doesn't oh, even yeah. make any sense because he just says, "Hey, don't be, don't be." <laughs> he basically asks if he's afraid, and then just tells him not to be. Um, I mean, for being just straight a straight up martial arts movie directed by Keanu Reeves, I was entertained. I was too. There was an element of suspense. Yeah, it wasn't right. bad. It wasn't, you know. I mean, it wasn't watch. good, but it wasn't. The worst movie I've ever seen. Right there. It wasn't by him. 
How, how do you know? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah it said original said. music yeah. by. Right there. Original music, not by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> what it said? Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll just take your guys' word for it since you just saw it. <laughs> well, we can just, make pause yeah. it, you know. This makes for. We're really, trying to figure out if really, the score was done by Keanu. Yeah, for all of those that aren't but... watching the credits with us again. Um, be a minute. This makes. All right. Me. Well. So Keanu Reeves didn't score the music. No, probably not. Um, he didn't write it either. He, he didn't write the play or the. The screenplay. The screenplay. <laughs> Based on the plays by Keanu Reeves, <laughs> the man from Tai Chi. <laughs> man of oh, good. Tai Chi. But uh, I would uh, say that Keanu Reeves wrote play. his own lines. Yeah. <laughs> Got or, or he, Im yeah, he just right, improvised. Uh, this is off to an awful start. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a kung fu movie. I like the fact that it was more kung or less fu? not kung fu just Tai like Chi. a martial arts yeah I use kung fu like in the traditional like Bruce Lee like loose sense of it's like just a movie movies. about fighting people fighting um but it's about so much more Zach it, it tries to be about so much more it's really about magic it's really about that first of all form. yes Magic? Thank you for putting magic in the movie. Also, that had the element of like the true, you know, the Truman Show, basically, like finding out yeah. that you're. Well, hang on, we're not oh, really even to that yet. Because <laughs> essentially, it is. It does just seem like a straight up like. Oh Jesus! This Sorry. movie's about. It's not that. <laughs> we need to get it together. What a miss. Nothing. Um. But this movie's a fighting movie. Yes. But it's really about much more. Exactly. It is. It's about Keanu Reeves, an innocent man, no. who lost his innocence a long time ago, trying to see someone else go down the same path he went down. Boom. <laughs> Thanks for the audio. Effect. He's still bitter over his martyrdom in the Matrix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the fact that it's essentially about Tiger becoming morally corrupt. And just loving to fight, but whatever. That's I mean, that's only so interesting. But him being but led down that fight. path, yeah, he, he did. He to fight before Keanu Reeves got a hold of him. Yeah, he broke the spear. That was that's before true. he met Keanu. Yeah. I think it's Keanu. <laughs> really? I don't think it's Keanu. <laughs> that's not how it's spelled. I think it's just. I think it just kind of fades out a little bit. You just Keanu. ignore it. Just, it's keen. Can we just call him Neo for the rest of the podcast? Yeah, that would be easier for the listeners. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, he does play the exact same character as Neo. Yeah, he's evil Neo. Yeah, who's a, somehow a billionaire security, security guy. Who likes to... Or whatever, who has, like, the least... Secure security, <laughs> but also simultaneously has a camera all across Beijing. Yeah, to track every single one of Tiger's movements, and uh, that's kind of the best moment and only like really truly interesting thing in the movie. Which one is when, as Ashley said earlier, is when Tiger just realizes that he's essentially on a reality TV show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
how much that sucks. Yeah. And the audience, too. I mean, you know, like, to an extent that he's, like, being filmed, but they're not making this, like, huge story about his whole entire life. I mean, I didn't. No, until they, until they brought it. Yeah, until they had that uh, horrible <laughs> montage of how Tiger became Tiger. And so I guess they were watching his whole life, not only the fights. Is that what mm-hmm. that... Yeah, yeah, yeah the audience. filming all the aspects of his life. And so the audience has been... His fans have been watching, like, all of his life. Yeah. Right, they okay. watched his character become corrupt. Mm-hmm. That is a cool idea. And also, as far as the movie goes, like, that, the first, you know, 45 minutes of the movie are pretty well-paced and kind of nuanced as far as him having a shitty job delivering parcels or whatever. Yeah. But he meets a lady, you know, that's how he meets his lady. Yeah, that's true. I did like the, uh, at first it seemed like there was a dichotomy between the... A lot of car companies sponsored this movie. Bugatti, Lamborghini, Bentley, Audi, BMW. (laughs) All cars I'd like to own. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, like, the, the official fights he was doing where he was winning all those... And then his underground fights he was doing. And I guess, you know, it became... He changed enough to where he didn't care about winning those official fights. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. He just needed to release his chi. Yeah. Into people. <laughs> Into people's hearts. Yes. Um, oh, so we talked about... Or we had talked beforehand about the, the cameras... Yeah. Like, whenever they were developing this movie, I watched uh, a featurette on just screen tests of the cameras they used. And this is one of the first movies that has used uh, basically, like, what used to be automotive, like, welding robot arms mm-hmm. that can do high-precision movements, like, in a split second and do them repeatedly. Yeah. So they've there's a company that's taken a hand like a handful of them and turned them into camera mounts for doing stuff or for uh yeah, like basically just shooting repetitive motions like over and over again at high speeds. But they've previously like only been used in commercials. And this is one of the first movies really? that has like they basically used it to capture all of the choreography and the fighting yeah but it seems like it didn't it didn't really have that pronounced of an effect it didn't seem that obvious uh the only i guess real obvious scene where they were doing it was the very last double buddha palm yeah uh, the guy (laughs) dropped on keanu well it seems like you could kind of tell when they were using that camera rig but they cut it up so much anyways like they they edited around so much anyways that it just seems kind of like pointless because you could get most of those sh- i mean you could get the, have the exact same effect and get most of those shots just by having two or three cameras which i'm sure they had anyways yeah but they looked really good it. that way I yeah i mean did. well it it certainly removes the element of having to plan out those shots yeah from a camera operator standpoint which is interesting and that's kind of that's the advantage of that and like a lot of what they're doing with the you know, the hexcopters. Yeah. Is that you can pre program like how the camera's gonna yeah, track. Yeah, how well yeah, how how the camera's gonna track and the, the 
how it's gonna move. It was but. sweet. The final like the final punch was cool though, because you know that was all happening really fast, yeah. and they shot it at very quick frames, and caught him turning around and was to- we're totally just tracking his face as he turned and. Coincidentally, yeah. what it took to do that in the Matrix when they uh, when he has that like, scene where he throws himself back and like dodges all the bullets in slow motion, like three hundred and sixty cameras. Or yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, less than that, but like a couple hundred cameras that just went off in sequence, rotating around him. They captured the whole thing and then they animated it. Yeah. Now you can just do that with a robot arm. Use <laughs> a robot arm, which ironically, that robot arm already existed. Before it just that had happened. a different job. Yeah, and it just had a different job. I had a real job. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't quit and go into art school. Um, so it's really hard to talk about this movie because it is just a blur of fight sequences. Yeah, there's nothing really like driving. It, there were so many parts in all the fight sequences where it looked like they were just on ropes. Yeah. It was so obvious. Were it was some weird. That is, and... that is weird because it was somewhere in between. Like It wasn't like... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or anything where they really commit to that, and people were just sort of leaping from tree mm-hmm. to tree. It was kind of in the middle where, like, half of it was people fighting, and the other half of it was just these this weird choreographed, like, fanciful. Uh, it was like ten percent ropes, I would say. Yeah. Like the majority of it was just straight legit fighting. Which is yeah. why when you see the ropes thing, it, it looks so it, yeah, weird it yeah. because yeah. people yeah. just you know gravity is working normally, and then suddenly. You know, this person flies off in this really weird way. And yeah. Um, so what about the uh, the fourth wall that Tiger broke? Oh. You think he was just way into character and just, like, batted the camera out? Yeah, and they're like, know, what the fuck that? that was? Yeah, that was really strange. Because it's the only time that happened. Yeah. And considering oh, yeah. he's not... Huh? That one scene when he's, like, after... He finds out that the uh, his like historical paperwork gets turned down. He's walking out pissed off, and he like pushes the camera aside. But it's it does he breaks the fourth wall, meaning that like he is acknowledging the wall between the audience and uh, what's happening. And it doesn't really make any sense, even though there's cameras around him all the time, like. Where that camera is, is basically the door, and that guy didn't, the guy falling around the camera didn't follow him into that place, and so it's just weird. Like, he basically is swiping the camera that we know they're filming the movie with, (laughs) instead of, like, potentially a security camera or the other dude who's, you know, falling around the camera. So he broke the fourth wall, and it's weird. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Well, for a directorial debut, what do you think? Um, well, let's compare it to some other directorial debuts. <laughs> you go right ahead. Right 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 <laughs> and where actors turn into directors. <laughs> and they're the star of their own Okay, movie I guess that's directing. fair. We can't compare it to like, The Killing. How about or the Showgirls? Oh. Did she direct she it? Wasn't she, an act, she wasn't an actress before that, though. Like Huh? She wasn't an actress before that. Yeah, she had two movies yeah, before that that she starred in. Really? Yeah. 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 Tiny Furniture. Tiny That's Furniture and Creative Nonfiction. Okay, so let's compare it to really <laughs> successful actors that take a directorial. <laughs> something maybe similar to Keanu Reeves, you know, this late in his career. Um, what Sign was that over? other right. sort of kung fu movie that the Riza directed? 
Uh, Afro Samurai? No, that was a cartoon show. Iron Fist or something like that. Hmm. Came out. The Man with the Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I haven't either, but I'm sure it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly Harrison Ford or some actor like that who's directed. All right, so this segment isn't going off too well, so we don't have to do that. I would, uh, would like to say I feel like this directorial debut was spawned out of Keanu um, <laughs> being like, I've got all these martial arts skills and no fucking clue what to do with them. Yeah. And no acting skills. Sorry, no. That's not fair. That's not no acting skills, the one acting <laughs> skill. Yeah. I don't know, for me, like, the, this might be off subject, but the film just kind of looked. Uh, kind of like low budget oh cheap and i mean you know that well we got to talk about that i mean like the car wreck scene? well the oh, car, the wreck, car, yeah, car wreck scene. but before Just that like when they got into the plane as soon as the plane was in the air it looked terrible <laughs> like it looked the plane the or the helicopter, helicopter. both but yeah. i don't know if you guys noticed the plane. the plane it's a really quick it, like, shot but it whooshed in and it was just <laughs> yeah. like terrible cgi wow. yeah. same thing with the helicopter like a terrible composite in front of a green screen and that car crash was just the worst. Not even close to real. No. And it was so long. They could have easily done that, like, with tastefully. They could have done a couple shots, you know, just, yeah. just implied a lot of it. They could have made that work a lot better. But, but instead, it went on and they on. They just sold that to the awful. CGI company. And, I mean, to be honest, like, that's a lot of the budget for the movies. Yeah. What? Getting shots like that, like CGI car rolling down a hill. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. And so, yeah. you just got to... Apparently I don't know. They I expect too much money in those very short scenes. I just I expected a film that he would direct, star in to be a little bit higher end, as far as the way it looks or the sets go. Or I mean, well, the thing is that the it is really the production well done. value in terms of the locations and the sets was pretty good. Like I thought everything looked pretty cool. Yeah, the like uh, the boat club. Yeah, I mean the helicopter awesome. like club, out yeah. to the yeah the cargo ship club was pretty cool. That was probably my favorite scene. Yeah. Except for the strobes. I like the scene where he fought his master, but that was a really good scene. Um. Yeah, I mean I thought all that stuff looked pretty good, but it's just like, yeah, it, what's interesting is like what he's saying is that all of that special effects stuff is so exorbitant like the yeah. it just costs so much money to do that i did uh well on another note i guess one thing i did really like about the movie was the uh representation the subtle representation of kwan Dao, the statue that he was moving around <laughs> because uh i liked that they didn't oversell it and they never made that point you know. Well, they never even explained it. They never explained it If you it don't know what it is, all. tell us what it is, Brent. So, also, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Keanu Reeves doesn't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty big guy in China. Uh, he was a warlord that had just uh, unmatchable martial arts skills. And he had this giant spear with a blade on it known as the Dao now. And he killed like 1,400 people with it before it finally broke. 1,400 or 14,000? Sorry, 14, 
1,400. You said 40,000 the first time. You did say 14,000. Yeah, that was not possible. It was 1,400, which is still... That's That's still 1,400 people. people. Yeah, that's 1,400 times the amount of people I've killed. You're right, exactly. (laughs) Um, It's actually an infinite amount of times the number. Now you you didn't get it. Oh, right, I get it. No, that's funny. Um, But so I like that. So that guy, you know, he was just like, he was a warlord. I'm, I'm fairly sure he was fighting for his master, but, like, his martial arts skill was definitely used for killing an evil. Um, and, you know, he kept looking at him and thinking about him and becoming him, and then, at the end of the movie, he leaves him at the temple, and the master is relieved. Yeah. So what was the weapon that he had? The Kwandao? The Kwandao. Yeah. It's, Did you it's, say it was a spear? No, it's not a spear. It's, um, it's basically like a five almost six foot long staff i guess a two meter staff with a about a foot and a half long blade on the end of it oh and so a spear so a spear <laughs> no no a spear i'm saying did that correlate to the guy breaking the spear like was that some no. kind of like um no, just so. more spears a representation are totally of a warrior and kind of right yeah 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 where tiger's going is he's traveling down this warrior's path and the, his master wants him to meditate more and just be at peace with all of this kick-ass fighting tai chi skills that he has that he can't use to fight right but then he he can't keep him bottled up he has to he has to use him and he totally messes up the mullet crane guy i was kind of sad about that i wanted to see some sweet crane fighting some sweet mullet action. I was waiting for that <laughs> hair to whip it out. Yeah, yeah. he's playing with his hair before the fight. I feel like that would be uh, really negative to have such long hair that people could pull and yank around. Definitely. I have to say that it's really hard to watch that final fight sequence between him and Keanu Reeves when it's just like, one, Keanu still a very handsome, good-looking man. He's obviously not 28 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and two, uh... After you just watch Tiger like destroy that enormous Russian uh, mercenary right off the bat, just yeah. like break his nose or whatever, it's pretty hard to believe that uh, anybody in a jean jacket can. Well, his master, <laughs> his master held his ground against him. Tiger's master. Yeah, but ha- it's him? hard to believe that Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm saying it's hard to believe that Keanu Reeves can like throughout the whole film really. Yeah, you just see him straight murder people. Right. Uh, actually, yeah, I mean, right off the bat, like in the first minute of the movie when he just walks in and just stabs the shit out of that guy. Yeah. It's pretty amazing yeah. <laughs> to watch Keanu Reeves just totally shift somebody. I, d- I do. I, I like d- that. Yeah, I enjoyed Keanu Reeves being the bad guy. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him as a bad guy in a movie before. Uh, yeah, I can't think of one. But it goes along with the, the whole thing of Keanu being like, Keanu being the Keanu, being the Keanu. epitome of where someone who has skills and gets obsessed with power ends up in life. Because mm-hmm. he obviously is a great fighter, so he used to be a great fighter and is obsessed with power and people's lives and watching watching the loss of innocence of other people's lives and also murdering people while wearing a mask. Um, Creepy. And so, yeah, like, he is the end of that, like, 
you know, Tiger had the option of going down one path and becoming Keanu, or going down another path and becoming his master. Uh, which is the most interesting thing about all of that, which is that the whole documentation of this, like, series of fights was not about just an underground fight club. Yeah. It was about watching Tiger lose his morality. Yeah. Which is a cool idea. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That's something hard to... You can't fake that. Oh, you mean, like, in reality television? <laughs> I wish he had some reason for all of his rage, though. You know, it's like Tiger had all all the, of this pent-up aggression, but there's no real, like, kind of backstory or reason or something that he was fighting, was really like, bad. for or against. True. Well, and maybe Which usually that was there's something it. that's, like, pushing them, you know. Yeah, he seemed like his home life was, like, very... He had a place. And he, he had his own issues. place. And his that was family. Large. I mean, his family seemed really normal and cool. kind of boring. Right. He was yeah, an so innocent like, person, but like he had the, He still had that like youthful, like vigor in him and lust for something more than just But maybe it's just like just the fact that that power out. doesn't like you know that you don't choose that power sometimes. You know the power that he had. It, you know it chose him, and there's no explanation for what why he possessed in him. Why he wanted to... Well, I think it's just more about, like... Just him, like, having to try and balance all of that within himself. And, like, not that he necessarily needs... <laughs> Sorry. Not that he necessarily needs, uh, like, a good reason to be violent or even evil. It's just more that, like... He's a good fighter, and he wants to fight so he can show off that he's a good fighter, and that's enough to. You think that's turn him. you think that's what motivates him is like is the yeah, showing so. off. Yeah, totally. I don't. I would disagree with that. I would say it's a little bit of just ego and the fact that. I mean, I don't, well, and the fact that he is, you know, theoretically the best fighter in the world yeah, at this moment, and he's also a delivery driver. <laughs> yeah. And so there's well, got to be some aggression. Well, it's not necessarily showing of off like for the audience, but showing off for himself, like just for, being, a, you know, being able to kick everybody's ass. Right, like you're saying about how but he usually enjoyed. Usually, there's a reason why you feel like you need to be. That he enjoyed person. beating people that were better than him. Well, I think he also enjoys, I mean, the right. fact that, like, Tai Chi is, you know, more of, like, a like a, a way to balance, I don't know a mm. lot about it, but, like, balance and center yourself, and he was trying to kind of reverse that stereotype in people's minds because he wanted to use Tai Chi as a way to fight. And, like, yeah, that, like, well, no, Tai Chi is more than just him. an exercise for old people to do. <laughs> yeah, totally. Which, the one Tai Chi class I took was... Me and my friend that asked me to do the Tai Chi class, and then, like, eight or nine 70-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Has everyone here done martial arts? I haven't. Hmm? I've never done martial arts. I did when I was, like, eight. Really? For a brief period. My best friend's dad was a karate teacher, and so he just would always make us do random stuff or go to his, the dojo that he worked at. But I didn't really. You didn't fight? Uh, no, but I would. Yeah, that's well. I just, it's the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Training well, is the same as just having a lot of ego and confidence. Not um, it's not true. It was fun. So, I have done kung fu. I did it for about three years, and I learned a lot of the different styles. Not as well as these people, obviously, but um, I learned a lot of those different styles that they were doing. 
uh, in the movie, and so it's really entertaining to see different people fighting with these different styles. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about those movies, and I mean, it's like it's it's not the same thing, but it kind of is with all those like terrible, stupid dance movies, <laughs> like uh, the, uh, Step Up or whatever that shit's called. <laughs> oh yeah, my friend is obsessed. Yeah, it's like those are terrible movies, but people who dance and are into that will always go see them because they just like watching the techniques and like the incredible amount of like performance that it requires to do something yeah. like yeah. that. Uh, I feel like that's always kind of been the same thing with kung fu movies. Yeah, I mean just any sort of like martial arts movies that. Yeah, I'd say that's true. Any anybody who has any kind of base knowledge of it is going to be able to get a lot more out of it. Than yeah. And it is for those people in so many ways. I don't, yeah, but I would say, like, I don't have a lot of knowledge of different martial arts, and I don't watch a lot of martial arts movies, but I, I thoroughly enjoy watching it and learning it. Yeah, and that, well, it's, that's worth noting. Like, as far as that movie went, like, they did a passable job of having a good side plot arc with the cop and with yeah. him just sort of changing throughout the movie. And, uh... I just can't wait until Keanu Reeves' sophomore effort. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> so in... Uh, the Man of in... Thai Cheese. <laughs> Reloaded. The Swiss film. Um, the Man of Thai Cheese. <laughs> in, uh, in China, though, like they all know those martial arts in the same way that a lot of Americans know a lot about different football, football. players and <laughs> yeah. what they do. Uh, people in China know a lot about different fighting styles. Because, I mean, that's one of their national heritages, is this sure. right. epic history of fighting styles that's been around for at least 600 years. Well, and what's interesting, too, is that you do... And you, you said something about it while we were watching the movie, or you joked about it, is like, I hope that all of the stuff with Keanu Reeves is just shot in his house. Like, I hope that it is entirely Asian-themed and that he has, like, a meditation chamber and all yeah. that. And he very well may. But what I'm getting at is that, like, I think that he does, like, I'm sure one of the reasons why he wanted to make this movie and do it is that it, he seems to have, like, a pretty good interest and respect for the culture. Like, he's, yeah. he probably has a particular interest in it. Yeah, and that's, yeah, uh, I, I know that for filming The Matrix, like, they spent a lot of time, like, learning Kung Fu, sure. mm -hmm. all the different styles, very in-depth, and I would imagine Wait, that... Wait, no, he learned all of those in, like, a split second, because he downloaded... Right, right, thing. right. So he downloaded <laughs> yeah. 600 years yeah. worth of cultural knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, that, that kind of thing will, will change uh, you. Will change. And I imagine, yeah, I imagine once you even kind of put your foot in that water, like, you get pretty pretty into all that stuff and yeah. so i imagine years of training would make you pretty invested yeah definitely so we lost ashley um yeah ashley she'll be back <laughs> you uh we want to go ahead and favorite scenes favorite scenes <laughs> yeah well that will it'll be a surprise whenever she tells us what her favorite scene is uh i do have to think about that i have to think about what my favorite scene is hard to discern them <laughs> well, you already said yours, so yeah, you can you can explain that again for people that weren't paying attention. Uh, my favorite scene 
was when they went to the uh, the shipping container club oh, for the fight. That's not what I thought yours was. Well, that was the other one, but I thought you might want to take it. <laughs> but I did really like, I just like, as I've discovered from watching Captain Phillips. Yeah, really into shipping I containers. I just really like <laughs> cargo ships. <laughs> And they had they had a fight on one, so I'm down with that. That's the heli- we didn't get to see the helicopter land, but that would have been rad. Yeah, I also really like the idea of helicopters landing on ships. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Thematically, I'm into it. Because there's ways. Maybe to you guys with. should like build a house out of the cargo containers. Thought about it. <laughs> it's hard to get it there. It's hard to get an architect to make that work. To sign off on that kind of thing. Yeah. Just use Google SketchUp. <laughs> yeah. Well. Google SketchUp doesn't usually account for codes. <laughs> no, I know a guy who, like, a, I know a wealthy man who's been trying to build a place on his compound for that. Wow. With shipping containers for a while, and there aren't any architects, like, That'll work with in them. this area that, that know anything about it or can work with them. Um, favorite did, scenes? Yeah. My favorite scene is by far this, his screaming into the camera. Yeah. I mean that was so unexpected. So I've never seen anything like that. It was so weird. And how many takes do you think he did? I, there's no time. It was just so inappropriate. No, I bet he did one take, and that wasn't and even like, supposed to fuck? happen. That was just he was supposed to say something. Yeah, that was a totally blooper. poignant, and he just went ah! instead. And it was amazing. They kept it. That was pretty. Which amazing. is to say that he kept it because he's, he's the director. Yeah. He's like, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I'm torn between two, if you're still thinking. Uh, sure, go ahead. One was the one that you had mentioned earlier, which was when he's fighting his master. It was a pretty good scene, because mm-hmm. he, he's, he's angry, he just dropped out. He basically like beat up the crane uh, mullet guy, and left and drove to his compound and fought his master. Yeah, and the score was not the weird semi-techno that the rest of the right, <laughs> show yeah. was kind of... You kind of, I was like, I was on edge because I thought he was going to, like, mess up his master. I did too, I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah. Um, but then he didn't, which was great. Which is why the master is the master. Right, exactly. Because yeah. the matter whole of you are, it's all about yeah. technique. Yeah. Um, but the other one I really, really enjoyed was on the boat when he's in his shipping container preparing to fight and you just hear the other guy like oh, screaming yeah. Yeah. in the shipping container next to him. Oh, yeah, the camera guy comes in yeah. and is all hyped up and <laughs> yeah. then Tiger just looks dead. But you have, like, you have no there. idea like what's funny. The other guy in the other shipping container. Which I guess would have been the two guys. Yeah. Oh, that was the I two guys. Each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was the brothers. No, I thought it sounded like a wounded scream. Yeah, I thought it was not a happy thing at all. Maybe there was a fight before. Maybe they had one before and that was the loser. Maybe Keanu Reeves was in the other container stabbing another person. (laughs) That's that's true. Maybe Keanu Reeves was in the other container screaming. (laughs) That actually makes the most sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's all just masturbatory for him. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Django Unchained. It's the same kind of, like, diabolical person. Oh, that makes sense that they go for that. Um, do you have a favorite scene, Ashley? Um, 
I don't know. I don't remember much of Nudo. I just remember fighting, but it involves... <laughs> Which is the perfect a, synopsis of the movie. <laughs> it involves the f- a fighting scene, and it's a fighting scene um, in that room with the mirror, and he's fighting a guy who's obviously is one of his biggest competitions, and then he finally like throws him through the window, and then he realizes that you know he's on camera, and he's mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And then that... Like, the comic relief in the show, the hyped-up camera guy, like, pops out. It's like, oh, man, it's so good to meet you. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like that was... But that was the turning movie. point in the movie. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was that was when everything started to change and when he figured out what the hell was going on. There's a shot right before that that I really like that's just Keanu Reeves standing in front of the one-way mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's completely framing out the actual fight. Like, he's blocking it, but you can see portions of it happening on, like, Four or five. Do- yeah, like four it screens looked, on either side of them. It looked like a video game almost. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like it was how... pretty interesting, actually. Like, it was a really good shot. And I think that that was, like, kind of the effect it was supposed to have. Mm-hmm. In the same way that there's there's one shot of him when he realizes that they've just been doing all of this to turn it into, like, a reality TV show or whatever you would call it. That's uh, that, like, classic shot that... Um, you know, like photographers do when they get up to people, like famous people, when it's just the light from the camera on their face and they look terrible and they have mm-hmm. to answer stupid questions. Yeah. And it's just like, that's exactly what you have on him right before he goes into his, well, second to last fight. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was like, it was like, it cuts so live of him mm-hmm. that he's watching himself live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good too. Poor guy. Which led up to another scene I really liked, which was when Keanu Reeves steps in the ring. Starts to lose his mind enough that he steps in the ring with the mask on to fight. And then takes it off. And gets his mask knocked off of him. And then looks really weird wearing the black <laughs> yeah. thing around his face. <laughs> wearing the hood and it's like to- like all black suit. Yeah. I liked the mask though. I thought that was like a really weird yeah, it was, aspect. It, but I, I did yeah, too, yeah. I liked looking at it. Like, and, and it so, seems like it would be hard to create a new mask that... I don't know. It seems like that would be a hard job. If someone's like, I need a mask for this movie. This yeah. is what it is like. It seems like that would be difficult to be a, to like design a mask that was... Well, yeah, and I forget the name of those masks, but that's a, another part of like Chinese heritage are those masks that uh, assassins would wear those, A, to frighten the crap out of whoever they're going to kill, and then B, also to hide their identity, but C, to help them like embrace that demon spirit. Right. Like it's a demon mask that they wear because they're going... they. They have to embrace that, and when they're wearing the mask, it's easier for them to become that demon because they're not themselves. And so I, I thought that was a good subtle uh, homage to that part of Chinese culture as well. Yeah. What about the special case? Is that you know part of Chinese culture having this like special silver case for your mask? No, I don't. <laughs> but I glove. like that. Um, no. It's a briefcase that has two slots in it for his gloves and his mask. Uh, in a world where no one carries briefcases anymore. Right, yeah. Uh, it didn't have anything to do with like the culture, but it had to do... Yeah, jeans, the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Hey. It had to do with what? It had to do with... I feel like that mask and those gloves representing Keanu's like, alternate personality. The guy that screamed into the camera, which is, yeah. like, this yeah. other part of Keanu where, like, he is this malicious warrior that really enjoys killing, because once you get that taste of blood, it's hard to let it go away. Yeah. But 
he's this rich and powerful guy that can't probably just go murder people or fight. And but so he he's does. created this whole network, and so he has this mask and these gloves that he puts on to take on that persona. And, uh, well, and so he cherishes that person and keeps it locked away in this briefcase. So when he takes it out, it's like a, yeah, like it's that's a formal a very, ceremonial kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like it's a, I would say to him, like it's a revered enough thing. He doesn't just throw it in his bag when he's walking out the door. Yeah, it was a ceremony. Yeah. Well, what do you think about all the like uh, impotency undertones with Keanu's character? What does that mean? Well, there's all those little subtle moments where, like, you realize that he's he can't possibly be sexually active. What? <laughs> no, I'm just making that what? up. <laughs> there's no reason to believe that. <laughs> I did not pick up on any of that. <laughs> Me either. I no, was like, no. damn, I missed that. <laughs> there's no, there's absolutely no subtlety in that movie whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, you could probably find that though, like if you rewatched it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, least favorite scenes? Car crash. Mm. It just looked terrible. Any of the the, um, Any of the legitimate fights, fights that he did, like the that really bright thing with the commentators, you know, yeah, where I think it gets, that the looks, tournaments. Yeah, well, yeah the but tournaments. that's the yin and yang thing, that's the black what, and white thing. That's what, but it looks so me. terrible, and it. But that's how that shit looks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I just didn't, like, watch it. Like, I didn't... Uh, least favorite scene was the old announcer and the young announcer yeah, that being was confused about softness and hardness brought yeah. together? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's what, like, 90% like, of your cultural heritage is really? based on. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, uh, least another least favorite scene is when, at the end, the girl screams into the mountain. With this very high pitched squealy scream. Oh yeah. Least favorite? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no reason. That was just parted. I feel like it was trying to be romantic and trying to be whimsical. Like they reached this peak and she screams up, but it just came off as really weird. I yeah. thought that was her releasing her chi that she has to keep bottled up at work. Or Madame just showing how innocent Madame she is and continuing a chain of innocence. He's gonna destroy her innocence. Yeah, and I mean he's about make to make her into a fighter. Return your asshole. <laughs> Literally. Not really. So Keanu, Keanu created him. He knew he had it in him. It's gonna happen now. Now that he's killed, Keanu made him one of them. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, I guess that's, I mean... How do you go That's already released all of his trees. Good now. He's just gonna teach. I guess that's true. He's just gonna be that's still in you, and I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, because I definitely thought about that. Like, looking at that... When they were standing on the mountain, and him looking at her, and she's just like, I'm free, ah, and he's just, like, staring at her, and I'm thinking, you just killed someone. Like, how is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> you straight murdered someone with air. Yeah, there's too <laughs> well, much darkness like, in you. Like, there's, he, he watches, when Keanu Reeves comes in and kills the Russian mercenary for him, and then they go back into the locker room, and he's like, Hey man, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, you just watch this dude kill somebody. Like, why yeah. do you think that like you can put in your two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this a delivery job? No. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. No, oh, I did like that about uh, Keanu's character. Is every time Tiger asked him a question, he responded with like 
does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you forgetting that you're here to, to fight because I'm paying you? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, why, am I, why am I, I fighting this person? It's like, does it matter? You're here to fight. I pay you so I don't have to explain anything to yeah. you. Also, because he didn't want to say, it matters because I want you to get really upset. I want you to learn some of these guys' moves. Then I want you to get really upset and become a less innocent Tai Chi guy. The researcher, or not the researcher, the policewoman, though, was pretty badass. I mean, her character, she shot the guy after the car crash and, like, kept on investigating. She was kind of... Yeah, I like that she had no kung fu skills, or did not display no. any kung fu skills. She was a Turns cop. out you don't need them when you have a gun. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the it's the standard Yeah, it's yeah. like modern tools. Tool. <laughs> the whole defense. theme of the film. In the modern world. So, final thoughts? <laughs> better than the counselor. Better than the counselor. Enjoyed that far more. Way better. I only fell asleep for like one minute. <laughs> <laughs> we did this one really early too. Oh, I know, but you know what? It's true. I lay I down, eat comfy. Some wine, some wine. pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more than pizza. I have to say, I have been unable to stop thinking about the counselor in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to get into it, because that was another podcast. <laughs> yeah. But. I agree. I've talked about it to multiple people. Yeah, I have too. <laughs> it's lingered, so there's something to say about that. The Counselor. Revisited. Horrible to watch. Lingers. Taste stays in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Uh, no Tai Chi. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Man it's of Tai Chi. It's on Netflix. There you go. Man of Tai Chi. It's on Netflix. <laughs> that I feel comfortable. We saying. can't start. Le- we can't start letting her go out there. Okay. All right. Podcast okay. over. <laughs> podcast is over in three, two, one, go.